1: This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, a different artist, and then we listen to all of their records and we rank them from worst to best. We give our biggest banger, our biggest stinker possibly from each of those. Uh, But before we do that, we get into our six degrees with Tom DeLonge if we decided to actually do it this week. Um, But while you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and five stars only. Go to all the social medias because you can find us at Asinine Radio. Follow us. Give us a follow. Talk to us. Hang out with us. Uh, we have a discord server if you want to join that let us know we'll send you the link and we have a phone number that you can call leave us or shoot you can leave us you can call us jesus fucking christ what are you who are you talking to we have a phone number you can call I'm or text about, us What are we talking about do that you can leave us a voicemail i don't care my name is tyler and way out there hundreds of miles away is jeff so let's jump right into this jeff do we have did you do any interviews <laughs> with Tom DeLong?
0: No, I did not.
1: I did not either. It's been a long week, so um, let's move on then. So, if you didn't already know, we are doing the descendant. We're doing Descendants this week, and we're gonna rank all eight of their records, and we're gonna do it from worst to best, and give our biggest banger from each of them. So, let's jump right into number eight. What do you got, Jeff? Go. Uh,
0: I mean, uh, I could I could say this now. This was. This was a pretty phenomenal week. This was uh, its one of the best weeks we like, I think we've ever done. Just because this is something so new, and it ended up being so damn good. So none yeah. of these—none of these were were like bad at all by any means. They were all at least good, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. every single one. Um, but my least favorite was "Cool to Be You." Their sixth album, two thousand four. I don't know. I—I I, I just didn't <laughs> care too much for the overall tone of this one it was just kind of forgettable yeah i guess i don't know it was still fun to listen to though i just i I didn't have like a banger after listening to it i was like okay this is definitely not as good as the one before and then after playing the one after like he's obviously not as good as this one and it had to fall somewhere so i just i have really no opinions on this one cool to be you didn't care
1: all right that's fair that's fair uh my number eight is also cool to be you this is their sixth record from 2004 um I, i agree with you this was um i don't want to say it was forgettable but just comparing it to everything else nothing really stood out outside of the song mass nerder um just because that was kind of a goofy song kind of what milo was doing with his vocals was was different than really anything he ever kind of did like the melody the melody was different and that's really the only song that stood out but everything else just kind of meshed together as one thing but that's really most of these records (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to differentiate between songs because they all kind of start out the same with like the bass, the bass going, the drum rolls in, and then <sharp inhale> <Yeah. laughs> it's like every almost every fucking descendant song. But uh, I love it. I love it. This week has been a fucking blast. So uh Cool W is my number eight, but there's nothing wrong with it at all. So let's move on to your number seven.
0: Uh everything sucks. Their their fifth album, ninety okay. six. It's kind of funny because cause like the gaps in between some of these albums are just there's so many years. yeah, and uh, it's like this band's been around for a long time, but they've also not been a band for a long time, too. so that's that's kind of funny
1: all because of Milo.
0: Um, all because of Milo. um, everything sucks a little a little bit of a dip here for me after one, two, three, four. Musically, I think this is actually tighter than anything they've done up until this point they're playing around with a lot of like pacing changes and just fun structures mm-hmm. and they obviously they've gotten much better at their instruments but i think it's very pop punk sounding but doesn't want to be these the like the songs are set up to be more punk sounding but they always kind of seem to like revert to that generic pop punk thing that they do fairly often um just not not my favorite not my favorite album but like sonically though this sounds fucking great. Like everything, mm-hmm. everyone's tone is fantastic. I think the production quality is fucking top notch. I think this this album sounds great. It's just not like my favorite one. So do you have a banger off that one? Nah. No.
1: Okay. My number seven is Enjoy their third record. Uh, I did like this record a lot. It definitely was more of an experimental thing that you could tell. There were heavier songs, a ton of skits, a lot of farting, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but it just kinda seemed seemed like they were trying too hard to be like Black Flag with the experimental kind of jazzy weird thing that they were doing, but they just didn't quite nail it like Black Flag did. This is just kind of um to me this was just kind of a just a fun record for them to make. Like they didn't even it didn't seem like they tried too hard to write songs on this record. It was just to go into the studio and have a blast. That's all it was. And I like it. I thought I thought that was super rad, but because of that i I have to rank it this low, so I have no banger off of enjoy so okay
0: that's that's a, that's a fucking ranking that's that's a fucking ranking. I'll <laughs> tell you that much right now. I don't hear nothing about it. That's a fucking ranking.:
1: I told you I was going to surprise you
0: Yeah, okay, so okay,
1: okay. What is your number six?
0: Uh, I don't want to grow up I don't want to grow up this no, is uh, kid this is their second album eighty five and this is pretty good stuff. Still very punk focused, but this is, this is like the true pop punk album by the Descendants. Mm-hmm. This is this is like where, and we'll get into a ton of pop punk because it's just all of these things came coming back to me. I realized so many things this week. It was it was it was cool. It was fun. Um, everyone everyone got better from the first album to this one, just like vastly better. And this is their last. This is their last, right? With the bass player Tony. Tony. Totally, no not their last one for maybe for a while i don't a, know yeah. they, they
1: there's he, he came back he came back sporadically after this yeah this, this is the band, last full length that he did with them
0: the only person that's been there is, is is bill yeah and i don't even think he was part of the original no he wasn't
1: he wasn't yeah. technically part of the original
0: but whatever it's this album is really good i like this the songs are fun milo can't really sing or stay in tune and that's that's so funny. It's just so yeah. funny cuz he's he's trying to sing more like pop punky on this one whereas in the first one it's more just like yelling and kind of him just Wah! doing that thing and here he's actually trying to sing and his bad singing is coming through even more. But <laughs> like you know they don't give a shit and it's just it's so endearing it's so fun. The instrumental song theme, that was fucking great. That was like yeah, my favorite song. song. Bar none. Very low bass parts and a lot of high guitar noodling made for a really nice
1: contrast. And it was just a good, cool, like surf rock, pop punk song. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. That's your number six. My number six is Everything Sucks, fifth album from 1996. Um, this one, it's a fun record, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't quite have the recklessness of their 80s stuff. Like they really refined everything the production, the, the, their playing their actual playing everything was just more mature in that sense i mean musically it's still goofy and 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 childish which is great but how it sounded was very was more mature and more refined which you know i like i kind I like the recklessness of the the earlier stuff uh but this this record does have a really great balance of the pop punk melodic punk stuff with the hardcore more hardcore leaning songs like they really they really found that that perfect perfect balance here so um yeah everything sucks was my number six everything sucks okay so what do you got for five
0: all of these I really enjoyed like I had a lot of fun with the next two yeah, I here. don't think I would buy on the vinyl just because like why would I reach for this when I can reach for this so but like yeah. this next one I had a lot of fun with. And that's that's hyper hyper spaz spazinate, spazinate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that even means, but I don't know this what is what the fucking quail is. I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> the so good. This is this is like <laughs> their most aggressive and, and actual hardcore punk sounding album. Like I think they've ever done. This is some serious angst here and in intensity. But it definitely does sound like a typical epitaph group releasing an album because yes. this is 2016. This is yes, this that's their a seventh album. It. This is this is generic. Like if you've listened to Bad Religion for so many fucking years, like they that is kind of the sound. And they are contemporaries. Like, Bad Religion is a contemporary of of the Descendants, as much as Black Flag is. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and even, even uh, Dead Kennedys, they're, they're they're all in the same kind of scene early, early on. But the Descendants have now fallen into the epitaph sound. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But I just can't rank it higher because it is a little generic. But uh, I think Bill's best drumming is on this album. I don't have really have, like, a banger per se, but he is fucking phenomenal on this and you can hear it and i was i was kind of like damn dude like this is really really good and so then i i was like let me just google fucking bill stevenson and say like what is his favorite thing that he's done or whatever and i was kind of reading more about the way he played drums and i'm not a drummer i don't know anything about uh technicality or whatever but he was talking about how he he's he's doing a lot of like eighth notes and quarter notes, and then switching hands. So his left hand's eighth, his right hand's fourth, and then vice versa, and going back and forth. Whether regardless if it's on the the hi hat or the right or the snare, and it mm-hmm. makes for a much more complex like drumming style. And then like you can you can hear going back to like uh, I don't want to grow up. I don't I don't want to grow up came out right as they were doing the process of weeding out with Black Flag. Yeah. That that like instrumental free jazz thing fucking that they love did. Love that record. Or EP. And that's like Bill Stevenson fucking ripped it up with Black Flag. And so yeah. it's just, I don't. Know, it's cool. It's cool to see them still put out records that are like, wow, this is really really good still. And and I was, I was happy. I was happy. and I was surprised. So wait, what is your
1: favorite song then? I did not have one. You don't have a banger. Okay. Mm-mm. Yeah, that, that's the thing too. Like I I love all these albums, but I don't have a banger. Like because a lot of them do meld with one another. So it's hard to kind of differentiate, but um, great records. But anyway, my, my number five is also Hypercafium Spazinate. Seventh record from 2016. And um, I. what you said about this, having that epitaph sound, I 100% hear it. It's hard to explain, but I. it totally makes sense. And because you said that, the, the tone on this record actually reminds me a lot of Covered with Ants from Guttermouth. Just that yeah. that that drumming sound and the guitar sound. Epitaph too. That's an it's, epitaph tone, yeah, absolutely. Ex- exactly. And that's what yeah. like right when you said that, I immediately thought of Covered with Ants. And the song uh No Fat Burger, which is my banger off here, it's a forty-two second long song, but it goddamn it could be a gutter mouth song. It could be a snotty ass gutter mouth song from like friendly people or something like that. I, I thought that song was was so fucking rad, and I think this is one of the re- one of the albums that is the most varied g- genre-wise because they have the snotty punk, they have the pop punk, they have the hardcore stuff, and then they're moving into some kind of like alt rock, not not necessarily not necessarily ballad stuff, but there's some alt rock stuff here, and they do it they do it really well. I really really dug that, so I do appreciate this record for how varied it is, varied it is g- genre-wise. And uh yeah, hypercafium spazinate from the descendants or from descendants, so uh after this point, I would get ev- all this stuff on vinyl, so what do you got for number four
0: i would I would probably listen to this one again this this is so 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 ninth and Walnut, their last album, their eighth one from last year this this one he would have missed opportunity when this when this came out. We talked about this and we talked about like, yeah, okay, it's fine. Like it's whatever's, but like, (laughs) obviously we didn't listen to, we heard it, we heard it, but we didn't listen to it because if we listen closer, we, this, we, we've been doing this last year. Mm -hmm. Like this would have blown our minds last year because this album is fucking great. They are still doing punk and pop punk better than most new bands that are coming out. And that's unreal. That is unreal that these guys are still doing the genre that they fucking invented better than everybody else that is doing the genre that they invented. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. it's embarrassing. It's it's impressive. It's absolutely fucking phenomenal. And the last the last track on this is a cover by by a group called Dave Clark Five, which is is like an old like who gives a fuck like like late 50s early 60s rock and roll kind of band who cares some british band but they do a cover of this and it's called glad all over and my god it is it is so good it's it's like this cool stray cats driven dance song mixed with like true punkage and it's amazing and that's my favorite track on this album is that last one and it's a cover and i think they slay covers and it's just god man this (laughs) album is fantastic I I still might buy this one just because it's readily available. It's not very expensive and it is really, really good.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could buy it for under 20 bucks. I know. Which ain't bad. Ain't bad at all. I saw it today at Radiation and it was like 23. And I'm like, "Uh, I'll come back later. Come back later for this one. But um, okay. There you go. Ninth and Walnut is your number four.
0: It is also my number four. Ninth and Walnut
1: is also my number four. Um, so a lot of these songs were written, or I think all of the songs were written in the, the late seventies and during the eighties, Frank Nevada, you know, he, he came back for, or, okay, so let me start this over. A lot of these songs were written in the late seventies and eighties and a lot of these songs were, were actually recorded. I believe it was 2002, at um, least in part. Yeah. Yeah. At least in part because Frank Nevetta died in 2008 and he had kind of re not rejoined the band, but he had gotten back together with the guys and, and wrote and recorded some music in 2002 and it was never released. It was never really finished music. And then they decided in 2020 or 2021 that they were going to get, going to get back together and, and just kind of finish those recordings. And that's what this is. And, um, and yeah, dude, they're, they're, they're mid fifties and they're still <laughs> killing these songs. They're still absolutely killing it with these songs. Yeah. They're written a long time ago, but they're played now, you know,
0: played now. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: oh man, dude, yeah, this ninth and Walnut, Surprisingly, it was very, very good, and I agree with you. Had we actually, actually, really listened to this record a year ago, we would have, you know, done Descendants. Then
0: it was, but it was, it was humbling. It really was. It was humbling because we, we, we didn't dismiss it as bad, but we did say it was good. But we didn't. It's, it's, it's so much better than we dismissed it as.
1: Yeah. Totally. Totally.
0: That that is that's us not doing our job, and for that, I apologize.
1: <laughs> don't apologize. Just don't do it again. I apologize. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would just kind of be repeating what you already said because I I agree with do you it. wholeheartedly. Repeat up. Um, so what is your number three? Uh, the
0: album what do you oh. about? <laughs> I
1: guess that's so stupid that chorus and the guys, repeat, it. it's repeat so up. It's <laughs> so I I honestly I probably say that every day. <laughs> like something <laughs> will remind me of it and I'll go repeat up. Say it. I'll so say it like Robert dumb. like a bad Robert De Niro. Repeat, repeat up. Repeat it. Or like Will Sasso oh, doing terrible. Robert De Niro. It's like our impression of Will Sasso doing uh, Robert an De Niro. it's Impression
0: of Will Sasso doing an impression of Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> doing an impression of Ian McKay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So so my, my third my third favorite. All of these I, I, I want on the vinyls um number one and or number two and three could could be interchangeable. My number one. Just, that's just silly boy talk. Uh number three is all. The album All by okay. All. No, not by All. By All. By the Descendants. By Descendants, excuse me. Their fourth album. Right. Uh, the year we were born, 1987, baby boy. Yep. Right, right. As right? old as right. us. Super solid. A little more aggressive than some of their, their, their earlier stuffs. I liked it, but like really, really good all around. Like everything is just really, really tight. There were parts here that, that I really thought Milo was trying to like, like project his inner Rollins to the point where I was like, holy fuck, like dude, you really. You really do sound like like Henry Rollins there, but then yeah. I saw that like Des Kadena does backing vocals on this album I didn't say what song I don't know if that was just some fucking smarty pants just inserting him in the in the thing there I don't know <laughs> but that was cool but mm-hmm. overall like this this album's a fucking banger an absolute banger I love I it agree. I've yeah. I have like multiple fucking bangers here the last track or the last yeah the last track schizophrenia it's the longest on the album fucking fantastic uh Coolidge. That's another one that's great. Even the first, the first song, the first thing they do, they just yell "all" and it's like, what is that? Why are you I doing know. this? <laughs> it's like, and two they do it again, long. like two tracks later, and it's just no, all. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's so weird. I, I, yeah, I love yeah. this album. This album is so good. Agreed. Number three.
1: Agreed. All right, "All" is my number three as well from 1987. Um This one so with enjoy they had kind of done the black flag thing gone a little bit more experimental but they didn't do it quite as well or as exciting as black flag with enjoy but with all oof they um they fucking nailed it they nailed it with this record this is this is i think everything that Greg ginn wanted black flag to be was this record i really yeah. really do but Greg Ginn is just he, he's not that good he's just really ambitious but this but the but descendants just refined it and just made an absolutely phenomenal fucking record. I, I think this record is amazing. And I got this record today at Radiation oh. Records. Huge shout out, Radiation Records. Huge shout out. Picked it up today. Um so yeah, I I, I think this, this album is, is a banger. My my favorite song is the song Clean Sheets. I think that song is <laughs> really, really catchy. Um I I just need to spend more time with this record to give it a proper, a proper, go, a proper, not rating, but a proper review. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's, it's more complex than I feel like most people give, give this band. So, yeah, all from Descendants is my number three. So what do you have for number two?
0: Uh, Enjoy. <laughs> Their third album. I can't believe you like this one. Eighty six. This is a fucking, this is a joke, right? This is silly. This is this is almost like a comp because these songs are thrown together in a way that just they don't fucking flow.
1: Yeah, nothing like, makes sense.
0: nothing makes sense here. Songs one to two to two to three. You're like, what the fuck? The sequencing is terrible. It's so immature. It is it is it's way more immature than anything Blink's ever done. And I don't know, man. I I, I love it. The fart noises to the goofy <laughs> lyrics. Like this was really really fun to listen to. And this was they they like those are actual fart noises when they were like in the studio they're actually doing this and <laughs> and they're they're working with kind of like like bigger people now either like producing or engineering and like one of the guys who like engineered this album was like studied music like new music yeah. theory and and. He went He's to like, I want to get a job. Music. Yeah, he said he wanted to get a job, like fucking, eventually producing albums. And these guys come in, and all they're doing is farting into the fucking record or farting into the mic. And he said it was a humbling experience because he thought he was going to like rip it up and 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 take these track by track thing and and break it down and make it, you know, better and, and and do all this stuff. And all he wanted to do was fuck around, Fart into the mic, drink a shit ton of <laughs> coffee, and play really good music because this album is fucking fantastic. I love it. And I, I, I want this on the vinyls for sure. But the, we really surprised. me was Wendy, the the Beach Boys cover. So mm, that, yeah. song, that song, that song's a good song anyway. And then,
1: like I heard them play it,
0: I I'll, I'll do my origin story later. But yeah, okay. so that, that. That that was it.
1: Okay, and kind of throwing it back to the uh, to that engineer, like you said, he was fresh out of college. He worked at the studio, and I think it was in Venice, Venice Beach. And the, the guy who owned the studio is like, he, the, the engineer was expecting, oh, you know, maybe I can work on one new song from a band that's going to be recording here. And the, the owner said, no, you're going to be doing a full full record. You're going to produce it. And he was like, oh, he was so excited. And he said right when he walked in, they were, literally had a mic up the sky's ass pretty much and he was just farting into the mic. Like that was the first thing he saw when he walked into the studio was them farting into the mic. And I <laughs> love that. I fucking love it. This it's is. so it's so fucking immature and so funny.
0: This may be like the most immature album like I've ever
1: heard. <laughs> it <laughs> <it's>, really is. <laughs> God damn, it's good. This, <laughs> this is like what what Guttermouth has always tried to do. You know, like with um, with Shave the Planet and with uh, Eat Your Face. It kind of has that kind of feel to it, but not as immature as as Enjoy. That comes with
0: guy. just with just straight like age, like like gutter mouth at that point. They're just, or he he's just too old. Uh, you know he's yeah, getting true, old. Yeah. Like these guys are still really young. This is eighty six, so they're probably like what early twenties in this yeah, one.
1: 22, 23 maybe.
0: Yeah. So so, dude, <laughs> this is straight immaturity. This is immaturity from a, from a group of guys that just want to have fun and don't even realize <laughs> what they're doing because they're not. Half of these guys are really good at what they do. Half of these guys yeah. are really, really good at what they do. And the other half, like, Milo's not a good singer. Not even really good lyricist in the beginning. Not even a good, like, songwriter. Because he really mm-hmm. didn't do a lot. But yeah. he's, like, he's, he's, just, he's cool, man. He's just he's a fucking, fucking dork. Right. He's a dweeb. He's a nerd. Like, he's a, a self-prescribed fucking dork. Like He's like, he's he like Rivers before anywhere. Rivers,
1: you know? Yeah. That's what he is. <laughs> um, All right, go I, ahead. Well, I'm sure two? we'll get more into Milo on the main For episode. Sure. So, yeah. uh... My number two is I Don't Want to Grow Up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Just fucking tell me Milo's not your fucking number one. You little piece of shit asshole, <laughs> piece of shit. Tell me that. I also got this one on vinyl today as well. I, I did. I, I got this from Radiation Records. Um, this one, I love how melodic and catchy these songs are. Honestly, this could be my number one as well. They, re- they really fluctuate. They're, they're very different records. Milo is more hardcore record, hardcore punk. This... But I don't want to grow up as very pop punk. It's very, the songs are. I think the songs are. You know what? Fuck it. Milo is my number two. Fuck it. Don't be. Don't be. I don't want to grow up as my number one. They're just better written songs. Here's
0: what happens though. Here's what happens though. Like you say that, and then and then like we'll talk about Milo, and then you'll listen to Milo again. You're like, wow, actually, this is, it is better. And and like I I get it. Like like everything sucks. Is I think it is the true first pop punk album that has ever been made. Besides everything like, the sucks. that era, but everything sucks. Yeah. Wait, what? Whatever. No, what'd you say? I, I don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> the one. That's the one. <laughs> I'm scrolling through my notes here, <laughs> but, but no, Milo, Milo goes to college is, is your favorite. Don't be silly. Uh, I don't know. I, you'll listen to it again and you'll think like, Oh God, what was I thinking? Like, this is truly, this is truly number one. I,
1: I did listen. Like before I left work today, I did listen to Milo and I don't want to grow up back to back. And I will say, after that, listen through. I did enjoy. I don't want to grow up more. No, you did uh, it. It's it's a better record. So, I don't know. So Milo goes to college. Do you want to, Should we get into that now? Yeah,
0: that's number one for me uh, and for you. So let's get into no,
1: it. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for the main episode, or go listen to the main episode. Give us five stars. That's it. That's all.